Grace, mercy, and the peace of God be yours today from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Just recently, I had reconnected with my great uncle, Uncle Craig, my grandfather's uh, youngest brother. Craig Golden is a retired Baptist pastor. And we've been emailing back and forth every now and then. And one of his questions to me was, Danny, why are you a Lutheran? For your grandmother and great-grandmother were very Baptist. Why are you a Lutheran? Well, let me ask you, why are you a Lutheran? Maybe you were born into a Lutheran family. Perhaps your spouse was Lutheran. Perhaps you were just convinced of Lutheranism. Whatever that may be, it's, the answer is going to be different. For why are you a Lutheran? But let's get down to brass tacks. What unites us? A better question is, why are we Lutheran? We find the answer in what unites us. It can be answered with our epistle reading, the last verse, Romans 3, 28. For we hold that one is justified by faith apart from works of the law. Why are we Lutheran? We agree with St. Paul to the Romans. We agree with the Holy Spirit in Romans 3.28. Why are we Lutheran? Because we completely agree with God. We reckon that all of what God says in his word is true. We believe it, we teach it, and we confess it. In fact, we can do no other it's a conviction, a conviction that God has produced in us. Why are you a Lutheran? Because God has convinced you so. Why are you a Christian? Because God has called you to be. Why are we Lutheran? Justification is God's work in us. For the sake of Jesus Christ. God makes us righteous. And therefore, we are fully justified. Justification, which means for you, entrance into heaven. But that's a separate matter. It is apart from the good works that we do the good works that we rightly do in love for God and in love for one another. It's just as the gospel must be distinguished separately, apart from the law. Though so many people in our times would say, it makes little or no difference what someone believes, just as long as that person does good. For example, as long as that person 
works to end poverty, works to promote justice, works to restore dignity. This, these are works of charity. As long as the person is charitable in some way, shape, or form, eternal life in heaven is not only granted, it is earned. This is not a new belief system that has emerged in American history. This is not a new theory that emerged even in the Roman Catholic Church. This was also a problem in the days of Paul's letter to the Romans. The problem, well, when it comes right down to it, we can never get works of the law perfectly right. And the solution that comes from God is that our justification must be a separate matter. Our entrance into heaven must be apart from works of the law. Or else, heaven would be empty of mankind. You see, justification must come by faith alone. Not only that it should come by faith alone, or even that we want it to come by faith alone, it simply must come by faith alone. For God has ordained it so. Now to be sure, a, a, faith, a faithful Lutheran is a faithful Christian. Because they are faithful to the entirety of the Bible. Not to bits and pieces. Not only to the parts that make you feel good or feel better. God truly speaks in every single word, jot, and tittle of the 66 books of the Bible. And we, dear Lutherans, we take it to heart. All of it. Even the indictments. We find that we are convinced by God's word. As it says in Romans 3, Now we know that whatever the law says, it speaks to those who are under the law, so that every mouth may be stopped and the whole world may be held accountable to God. For by works of the law, no human being will be justified in his sight, since through the law comes knowledge of sin. This indictment is also Paul's self-indictment. The indictment also comes against anyone who thinks, as God's word said, who thinks that they are better off because of their works of the law. But as we learn through the law comes knowledge of sin. And you know this. We are Lutheran. You have knowledge of your sin because you have knowledge of the law. You've had these early foundations set. The earliest foundations for the Lutheran in the knowledge of the law comes in confirmation class. Where actually our children right now are working on memorizing and reciting the Ten Commandments. Knowing that God's law is good. God's law is perfect. It gives, gives us a guide to live our Christian lives. 
And we need this guide because we find out from Scripture that no human being can follow it perfectly. So we must keep going back to the law as a guide. And because of our rather imperfect state, no human being will be justified in God's sight. Imagine, imagine yourself. You're standing before the pearly gates. Eternal paradise awaits. And you picture an angel swinging the keys. The key to get in is justification. And no one, not one, may gain the turn of the key without perfect righteousness. And as you stand before the judgment throne, imagine trying to defend yourself before God with all the good works you have done. As our epistle says, your mouth would be stopped. You simply would have no excuses for the times you fell short. No excuses for the wrongs you have committed. Whatever fails to comply with the law is sin. From 1 John 3, verse 4, sin is lawlessness. And there you are, trying to get into heaven. And if you're trying to stand upon your own righteousness, you would begin to fall and fall and fall. The only way that keys to turn to open those gates is to have perfect righteousness. The righteousness of God. Justification. It's a must. It's necessary. We are truly blessed. Because now, the righteousness of God has been manifested apart from the law. The righteousness of God given unto you in your justification, is a separate matter, apart from good works, apart from the deeds of the law. This is the understanding of a Lutheran. And you know what? It's according to the whole book of the Bible. Your righteousness, your justification, heaven's entrance, is not in any reference to the conditions and requirements of the law. The righteousness that is provided for us has nothing whatever to do with our fulfillment. It is, thanks be to God, a separate matter. The righteousness of God bestowed unto you cannot be earned by your obedience. If it were, You'd have to, by necessity, you'd have to ask yourself, how much is enough? How many good works are enough? Multitudes of Christians do this regularly. And it holds no joy. They think to themselves, how good do the works have to be to earn righteousness? And as that last moment comes to them, have I been good enough to enter heaven? When can I rest from good works? Imagine trying to live your life, always wondering if the things you have done are good enough for God. 
how do you measure good enough? Well, we're Lutherans. We're Christian. And the only standard measure is the Bible. And thus saith the Lord, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. It is a must. It is by necessity that your justification before God is a separate matter. Your justification has to come from God's works, God's obedience, and not from your own. God does this work by faith in Christ alone. That's where your justification comes from. From God, through faith in Jesus Christ. We believe this because our justification has to come from God. We believe this because even our faith has to come from God. And you have been justified by grace as a gift. A gift. A gift, by its own definition, is free. A gift is not something earned. And what is this gift? Redemption in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as a propitiation by his blood to be received by faith. God shows his righteousness by punishing the sins upon Christ Jesus in his death on the cross. Thus, your gift is forgiveness of all your sins. Your gift is redemption. God has bought you back to be reconciled with him. Your gift is also justification, the righteousness of Christ bestowed to you, for you. Your gift is the gospel to be distinguished separately from the law. For God has done the works that you could not do. This is the good news of Jesus Christ. That's why we're Lutheran. Because we who have faith in Jesus, our boasting becomes excluded. It's necessary for it to be that way. But you know what? It's also freeing to be that way. Because we have no perfections to boast about. And the righteousness of God demands, demands perfection. There is no man born of humankind that can boast of their own. So what do we do? We boast in the man begotten of God. We boast in Christ. We glory in Christ. We give all glory to God in hymns, in singing, in prayers of thanksgiving for what God has done for us. All this boasting in Christ, my friends, it's just practice. It's a practice unto eternity. Our boasting in ourselves is, by necessity, excluded by the law of faith. What is the law of faith? It is this. The law of faith is God's good order to impart his righteousness unto you through the sole condition of faith. Faith 
which is also imparted to you. Faith, which he imparts to you according to his revelation. The Bible. Faith does not grasp at thin air, dear Lutherans. Faith grasps onto his word. Faith grasps onto the word made flesh, Jesus Christ. Faith given to you by Christ. Given to you by means of his word. Given to you by means of your baptism. And by means of his own body and blood. Given and shed for you for the forgiveness of every single one of your sins. It's a treasure. All these treasures are offered to us out of pure grace. Because of the soul merit and complete obedience of the bitter suffering death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. His obedience is reckoned to us for our justification. These treasures are offered to us by the Holy Spirit according to the promise of the Holy Gospel. And faith alone is the only means whereby we lay hold upon them. Accept them, dear Lutherans. Apply them, appropriate them to yourselves. For we are Lutherans, and we hold that one is justified by faith, apart from works of the law. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.